welcome to One Shed Brain Cell. We are the Tarantula Keeper podcast for alternative keepers or the alternative tarantula. What's our mission statement? We do different things to usual. You, I think it's you want it your way, you got it. Something like that. You want it. Is that a song? Um, is it the Alternative Tarantula Keepers <laughs> podcast? Hey, there it is. Yeah. We're fun, is what I want to say. We're fun. We're not like other podcasts. Not like other girls. Pick me, pick me. We're a pick me podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this week I am joined by me, which is Fiona of The Spare Room, who's currently on holiday from The Spare Room. We'll come back to that a little bit more later. Then we've got Rich Newell of the Tarantula family. Oh. And Leah of Glorified Pet Rocks. Hello there. Hello, my lovely hosts. I'm so excited to be hosting again in your ear holes and around your faces. I'm not allowed to host. Delicious. You're not allowed to host. Fuck off. You said you don't want to. Yeah, literally, you said you just said you will I, literally murder us. Just because I said, mm. no, honestly, please don't make me host ever again, ever since then I'm not allowed to. You said I was really good at it, and I know for a fact that that is a lie. It's no, it's completely true. I you don't, know it is. Tell me I don't I like am. to women. Huh? I don't like to women. <laughs> okay. Oh. oh, don't we love inside jokes in the hobby? Mm. Don't we love a little joke? Delicious. <laughs> I'm just going to apologise because I'm still not well. Um, and my voice is all croaky and I cough a lot. Oh, no, you should say, like, I'm in my mysterious era. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, ladies. (laughs) He's doing a Paris Hilton. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Paris Hilton is one of those people that, quite thankfully, I know nothing about. You know Rich is still serving COVID recovery. Yeah, he's still giving us... Cops. He's giving I us, I almost died, but I'm still here, even though I didn't want to. Honestly, he is Miley Cyrus the Climb right now. This week's episode is going to be um, juicy from start to finish, I can promise you. We've got the main discussion is going to be how we view ourselves as keepers, the things we can do well, do better, the things we failed at, and then how we feel about each other's keeping. Um, we're then gonna spill some absolute scorching hot tea. Now, I, I usually love drama, and I and it invigorates me. But this has not invigorated me. This has infuriated me and made me very sad. We'll come on to that, uh, and then we'll come on to keeper of the week. And then I just want to address some, uh, some housekeeping issues. Why not? Okay. okay. All right, so main topic of discussion today, like I said, is how do you view yourself as a tarantula keeper? Or just as a keeper in general, because actually we have various other animals in our care. So, Rich Newell. Hi. How do you view yourself as a keeper? Give me one line. Adequate. Okay. Anything else? They're all still alive. They're all... Get the job oh, done. No, rich, so... rich the bear and mule. <laughs> yes. Don't even bring up the orb weaver. Yes, oh, I just got over that. Um, oh. 
it's an interesting question because I I like to obviously have you have to make sure they're well and happy. That's just about the bare minimum is to make sure they're thriving. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't show any signs of stress. They were, they all seem pretty chilled and relaxed, and none of them are like going mad or anything. So I assume they're all happy. So, but I don't tend to do a lot to them. I, t- I tend to leave them alone a lot. Mm. Um, I'm not someone that likes to get in and poke about at them. I like to go and have a look at them and I'll chat to them and, you know, I'll pull little Flo's enclosure off and lift the lid up and talk to her. But I, I, I'm quite a hands-off keeper, I think. As long as they're fed, watered, they're not showing any signs of stress, then I tend to be quite hands-off. It's like just, That's not a bad thing. just knowing that they mm-hmm. are well and thriving is, is, is kind of nice. I can see them. They're all clearly... Um, you know, all clearly set out where I can see them all and I can see everyone seems to be okay when when they're out. Um, so, yeah, I, no one seems aggressive. I, I, the only person that I did get a little threat, not a threat pose, I did get a little um, a bum scratch and some hair flicking off Rosie, the Hamorii, yesterday when I was watering her. <laughs> but, you know, it's a brachypelma Hamorii. It's not yeah, surprising. I love that a bit of sass. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to get a hair flick every now You're going to get a again. hair flick every now and mm. again, especially from a brachypelma. So, um, yeah, no, I think... Can I, I think, say one thing? Please do. So we when are... When I finished? Well, the thing is, I don't want you to finish because I asked for one sentence because we're going to pad it out. Yeah, but you do realise I'm a verbose motherfucker. <laughs> we're going to have to, like... This is all great content, right? But we're going to have to... If your hand comes over your side of the chair, I'm licking it. Oh, and he curses <laughs> my lack of flexibility and, and foil foils me again. I'm not going to go up to your face. <laughs> okay, so what you're saying then in your succinct, succinct with... Yeah, but when I said adequate, it was like you looked at me as if that wasn't enough. And I was like... I, I, I think it's probably... No, she's I... looking at you. <laughs> I think it's because I don't think you're an adequate keeper. Oh, thanks very much. I'll no, better. no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I think you're more than adequate. You're above average. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> Leah, in one sentence, mate, because we will pad it out. Mm-hmm. How do you view the keeper? Uh, I would say I am just average. Okay, so everyone sucks. Cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Christ. Okay. No, do you know what? It's fine because it's your own opinions. How do I see myself as a keeper? How do you see yourself as a keeper? How do you see yourself as a keeper? Oh, my God, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know we were going to ask that, did you? I think I'm a very good keeper. I I, I am. My animals are live in luxury. They get everything they want and need as per the bare minimum. But they get much more as well, I think. If you look at my setups, like they're not just like fucking high dirt done. They get like climby bits, they get foliage, you know, all the things that they deserve in life. I adore my animals. I think I'm a very good keeper. Fuck you guys, we you average wholeheartedly <laughs> agree. Of course. Of course we do. So let's pad it out now, guys. Rich Newell off of Tarantula Family. Hi. <laughs> what do you do well as a keeper? As a keeper, what do I do well? Um, 
Mr. Yeah. Feet your hands off. Yes, I leave them to it. <laughs> um, I am constantly feeling guilty that I'm not doing enough. Is that what you do well? Yes, because it means I'm, as much as I'm hands off, I'm always thinking, when did they last eat? When okay. have they all got water? So like Am I doing enough? Yeah. In a good way. <laughs> yeah, a hands off, hands off helicopter. I get you. Mm. I'm you're always... not bothering them with your anxiety. You're just no. I'm, they, they, I don't go as far as asking them, disturbing them. But I'm always thinking, have oh, I done enough? Do they need water? Do they need mm. more water? Are they dry? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Literally just sprayed them, and it's like a fucking desert in there. You're like, I just did yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs> mm. Okay. Cool. I like that. I think that. I think. I think that does definitely add a, a good flavour to a keeper. What about you, Leah? What do you do well? Um, I, d I don't know. What do I do well? What are you proud of as a keeper that you do? And it can it can, it can be basic. I did roast you guys for saying you're average and adequate because I I believe you guys to be better <laughs> than that. But like, what are you? What are your good attributes as a keeper? Humility. <laughs> I you can fuck off with that. I'm fucking great. <laughs> I think what I do well is I completely dote on my animals and they do not want. So as a dinkwad, no, as a dink household, <laughs> meaning double <laughs> income, no kids, Love they that. are my children. And so they do not long for things because... I gruel through eight hours a day with stupid customer service and all these idiots <laughs> I have to speak to to earn that coin. And you know where that coin goes because I ain't got no kids to spend it on. <laughs> I know where that coin goes. You, you know just... where that coin goes. They do mm -hmm. not want. They get spoiled, rotten. And you know what? You can cry about it later. No, I don't want to cry about it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Do you know what I love? Is I got to see a tarantula clip cribs in human with my eyes. My own <laughs> eyes. I was like, that's a tarantula clip. That's fucking cool. I've never seen one before. I think was, I watched the unboxing video. It was quite frankly life-changing. Mm, when I, I almost like broke your hand because I banged it with a hammer. Yeah, I remember that. Banged your hand. Mm. Oh, you were doing it. Were you doing like two by four or something? We were building a shelf. Mm -hmm. And she fucking smashed my hand. <laughs> Your hand just jumped in out of nowhere, mid-swing. <laughs> it was my fault. So it, it wasn't. It was mine. But what do I do well? So Fiona, what do happens. you do well, Fiona? What do you do well? What do I do well? Um, other than the things that you two have both mentioned, I'm I... going to guess your answer is going to be everything. No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what do I do well? Um, so I think uh, I have the capacity to keep learning. I think I do that well for my animals. My animals obviously have like great homes and I worry about them a lot. But I think the fact that I'm willing to accept this is what annoys me is that when like people slag, like put like horrible comments on my videos uh, and post some things, like I'm like I've ever put across the vibe that I'm not ready to learn for my animals. Yeah, but you use metal tongs, burn you. Absolute fucking cunt that I am. <laughs> but I mean, like, behind... the Social media is a different thing. I will come on to that because I just have a fuck full of it at the moment. But, like, 
I'm, I'm always happy to hear if someone's got an opinion or a better way of doing husbandry. Just come at me like a human being, you know? I, I, I cannot agree with you more. Oh. <laughs> I cannot agree with you more. I left a dramatic pause there. Um, I, communication is absolutely everything. Yeah. If you cannot communicate, if you can't drive, don't drive a car. Mm. If you can't communicate, stay the fuck off other people's comments. Yeah. Because it's not helpful just to spurt out some sarcastic comment and then, and then when, offer no advice or help. Absolutely. And what made me laugh is I had an interaction like this recently and I was like, well, hey, like, thanks for your comment, but like, it hasn't taught me anything. I haven't learned anything from, don't touch me. Yeah. Oh, boys, do this. Stop touching me. Uh, you had a comment recently, didn't you? That was like that. I did, and I can't. I can't learn anything from a sarcastic comment. Like, if you feel that care should be done another way, or husbandry done another way, offer your opinion like a grown yeah. fucking ass but, adult. Uh, that's that's exactly. I, I honestly, I genuinely cannot agree with you more because it, it, there's just ways to say things, and. It expands the hobby when you say something respectfully or humbly. Yeah. And if you see something that's not right or you don't think is right, A, you only set yourself up for a fall if you go, ha-ha, that's wrong, and it isn't, then you make yourself look like a twat. But if you did it respectfully, you'd become, you'd bond because you're like, yeah, thanks for taking the time to respectfully point out where I could be caring for my loved animals better. Yeah. Um, but I think they're okay, and this is why I do this. Yeah. But if you if someone enter just goes into, like have the capability, the capacity to enter into to a oh, fuck have, <laughs> have the capacity to enter into a fuck fucking ass much. Have the capacity to enter into a discussion or a conversation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, I don't want to digress because I just I can't stand social media at the moment. So that is what I do well. I feel like I have a spirit about me that is open to learning, happy to learn. Um, it's exciting. I like I like the learning aspect of the hobby. See, that's why I don't have to learn. So I'm not doing something <laughs> Can we just get information from you? You'll just come you? right to my place and say I'm doing wrong and hit me with a slipper. <laughs> or cool. piss on your like, chest. Or piss on my chest, yeah. <laughs> actually happened. Um, Richard Orbweaver's dead. <laughs> oh, need... no. Does it need no. to feed? Richard Orbweaver's dead. Does it need pissing on? <laughs> I just pissed on your Orbweaver. It's now dead. Sorry. Um, okay. <laughs> I I agree with everything you said um, about how, how I know that you keep your animals for sure. Um, moving on to something, um, what, what could you do better as a keeper? These are things that you, you know, you could probably improve on care, but they're things that aren't really detrimental to your animals. They're not going to die, but they're just things that maybe you have plans to improve on in the future. First, we're going to go to Leah. Um, see, that's kind of a hard question because in terms of the tarantulas how much more can you really give them that they're going to use and appreciate doesn't have to be tarantula related that's true what i could do better um so just a, okay i called myself an average keeper but now that i'm actually thinking about what could i possibly do better and I can't really think of anything because everything that I know I need to improve, like, for example, Pudge needs a new UV light and he needs a bulb guard, a new one. Mm. I already know this and I'm already 
getting him one. So, like, I can't... What can I do better? Okay, I'll tell you one thing. I could handle more. Yes, 100%. I could handle Tango and Pudge more. I could make more of an effort to do it. That would... Yeah, that one. <laughs> I think that's a good one, yeah. I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with, particularly with reptiles. What about you? What was the question? Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> what could you do better? Thank you for listening. Um, <laughs> I could be less lazy. Okay. In what way? Um, I wish I had your commitment to learning. Like, I, 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 I do want, I do make sure that everyone demonstrates a happiness in their behaviour. So... But I just wish I was the sort of person that would want to learn more about everything. Like, mm. I, I wish I was, like, the sort of person that would, like, want to study tarantula keeping rather than just know how to keep the tarantulas I've got happy and thriving. Mm. Like, you wish, wish you had more of a thirst for knowledge than what you do. Yes. I, yeah, I've got the thirst for knowledge, but I'm just too fucking lazy to do anything about it. <laughs> Do you know, it's like, yeah. I, I just, you know, I want to learn more, but just can't be bothered. I think maybe if I didn't know you, I might actually um, have to learn more. I can make it happen. You're trying to make it happen, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally in your house. I'm doing a really bad job, yeah. if that's the case. Fiona. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought you were done, Rich. No, I think I was. Uh, yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm done. No, okay. I think that's, that's a good point. I think... I think a lot of the excitement for for me just comes from like the more sciencey bits, which you probably don't necessarily need to know unless you are specifically interested in it. I guess. Hmm. Yeah, like I have no interest in pairings. I don't even bother like gen. I don't even bother gendering my. No, you don't care, do you? No, mm. just long, as long as they're happy, I don't mind what they are. Mm. Yeah. I get so excited. I remember when Amelia molted as your P Metallica. And it was quite a big malt. I was like, oh, my God, shall I sex it for you? And he was like, no, fucking crunched it into a jar. I was like, what the fuck? Why don't you want to know? <laughs> oh. What could I do better, you say? I know what I could do better. I, I wasn't going to ask. but What could you do better? I care. <laughs> Thanks, Leah. <laughs> <laughs> I have two snakes without UVB at the moment. Fucking hell. Jesus, um, cancelled. I know. They are snakes that don't... Uh, I mean, every snake benefits, every reptile benefits from UVB, but they're not snakes that are like... It's not detrimental. Oh, yeah, it's so it's one hoggy and a baby corn snake, and but they're both in uh, very... Uh, not direct, but broad daylight during the day, so they do get, you know, sunlight. They do get a day-night cycle. Mm. Um but uh, yeah, those those are my next two plans. So I have ordered a shade dweller for one of the hog noses. None of my reptiles or snakes have got EVPs. Yeah, I mean, when you upgrade in uh, the the viv that I'm giving you for her, you can just get a shade dweller and screw it in. It's like forty quid. Mm, that's but the one I've in... just got for Tango. Yeah, yeah. it's really easy. Yeah, so all my other reptiles now have UVB because they there was only a couple with them, and then obviously because it's very expensive, I kind of did one at a time. Um, 
yeah, and now there's only two left. That would be my main thing, I think, is just the UVB. Everyone has, like, adequate heat space in Richmond. It's just fucking UVB. So, Rich Newell, when did you join the hobby? Uh, yesterday. Okay. I think it's about eight days before you did. Oh, really? So, January 21, <laughs> yeah? yeah? Okay. All right, cool. And Leah, when did you join? Oh, you've been keeping them on and off for years and you, so yeah. Mostly started in 2020 is when this whole glorified pet rocks thing started cute okay what about so as Fiona? me 29th mm-hmm. of january 2021 the date and everything oh girl yeah i've got a whole list like i keep a list of my animals where i got them from what date i got them from i've got it all 29th of january 2021 funny because i happened to look the other day uh, my, my spider shop orders and i think i saw that the spider shop order or the email i saw something and it said 20th of january 19th or 20th of january nice yeah so you've been keeping about yeah. a week longer than me cool all right so i'm actually the baby that shows, here that, i think that shows about my level of our level of knowledge <laughs> oh my god i'm the baby keeper i've never been the baby anything except for when i was a baby leah Mm-hmm. In your established three-year keeping in the hobby, mm-hmm. have you had, as our veteran here, <laughs> have you had any failings that you feel like you've needed to learn from? Yes, plenty. <laughs> Where should I begin? Well, it was your most prominent one. Um, my most prominent was uh, I don't know maybe there's like two or three that I'll try and quickly mention because I know I will talk really annoyingly slow first one is Toast who was my Ephenopelma species Diamondback I bought two of them I still have Marmalade so I had Marmalade and Toast Toast Mm. didn't make it because I had that spell of mites if you guys remember that from like ages ago I had to keep all of them bone dry and as a one centimeter sling, uh, bone dry is not a good thing. And I did try and provide water, but you provide moisture and the mites spread. Mm-hmm. So it was sort of trying to battle keeping the slings alive that had mites while also not keeping the mites alive. Mm-hmm. Toast, unfortunately, did not make it through that. And that was mm. very sad. That, was well, that isn't your fault in any way, though, is it? There's, there's nothing I mean, you could have done differently. That's not that's not your failing, is it? That's that isn't that one of those things that unfortunately happens. It's like it's not like you did anything wrong, though, is it? Yeah, pretty much. Unless the tarantula yeah. sheds, mites are kind of a yeah. Base, that's basically the only way that they got rid of them in the end was mm. molting and then me pretty much rehousing them while they were still soft like pretty much straight from the malt yeah into a new enclosure and then the other one was um i was trying to film a feeding clip and i had admiral trench who at the time was about three centimeter sling in a tub on my carpet i had a little tripod and i had my camera 
which is my like Canon camera. So it's a fairly big camera because it was just new and I was so excited to use it. Yay, high quality feeding clips. I set it up on the tripod. Tripod falls over, flips the tub oh. upside down. Oh. Substrate all over the floor. I panic. Be thinking, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I've just crushed him because I was recording directly over Trench trying to get yeah. him in the shot. So I quickly like sort of scramble, turn the tub over, scramble substrate back in. Luckily, he was fine. He was Ooh. fine. He was just covered in dirt. And I found him like under a pile. But when I tell you, my heart fell out of my asshole. I honestly thought yeah. I'd crushed him. And it was it was just such a stupid mistake. When you only common sense. I should have thought, hmm, maybe this camera is a bit too heavy for this tiny little flimsy tripod. Lesson learned, never again. Mm. Yeah, that one's definitely your fault. Yes, it 100% was. Yeah. Rich, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I know he's joking, but he's right. It, I should have... I should have used my common sense a bit more. Yeah, and I feel like it's hard to own up to feelings, isn't it? But it's part of what makes you better in the long run. Like, you would never have done that again. Mm. War about you. What was the question? Stop it. I can't remember. Sorry. What are we doing? Genuinely, I... What do you have... Sorry, go on. No, no, you'll host. (laughs) Do you have any failings that you learned from in the hobby? Yeah, I have lots of failings. Some of them are happiness. Some of them are sadness. Why don't you fuck off? <laughs> you stupid cats. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast consists of hosts that actually just hate each other, and that's why we it work. really does. Honestly. Um, <sighs> um, I think my first and biggest failing was not realising... Is that it? Not realising. Not Not realising. Let's dig into that. Everything. Not realising. Not realising everything. What do you mean? When when I think... I think Harry Bean was probably my third or fourth tea, and he was in a... One of the the enclosures I like to use, you know, the sort of self-assembly rubber band enclosures. I've got lots of them because mm. um, tarantula room is shit. Mm. Um, and I didn't, I didn't realise that the either the, I think one of the clips had come off and the band flipped off so it looked like it was on but somehow afterwards it wasn't. Um, and then I remember talking to um, Lewis, the guy I used to work with, a mate of mine I used to work with. He's, I haven't seen him for a while now. And I was saying to him, I haven't seen Harry for a couple of days. And he was like, oh, he's probably just hiding for the slings. They tend to do that. And, and there was lots of stuff in there. And I was like, I haven't seen him for a couple of days now. And when I had a good look, there was like, probably wasn't even a millimetre gap between the wall and the wall or the walls. Yeah. And he'd gone. There was, it, just, it just escaped. And I, and I think not realising... It was it was an absolute mistake not realizing and not taking enough care that the um, enclosure was assembled properly and mm. you know that they could get through any tiny little gap. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. There isn't the rule if if the hole is big enough for their carapace, they'll get through, even if their abdomen is bigger. Makes sense because they can squash their little abdomen down. 
Yeah, I guess that's a good one. I mean, it was a genuine mistake. You just didn't notice to do. But the no. good thing is, Harry Bean returned. Yes, came back. I think he got he went on his travels, got a bit bored, <laughs> realised he just wasn't being fed and watered yeah. out, out on his own and came back. It's like any animal. They'll come back when they're hungry. Yeah, that's exactly what that's he did. That's so yeah. cool. He probably thought, this apartment smells like piss. I'm going back. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that was before I met Fiona properly. No! Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, oh, I, just because I, I, I piss myself every time I come round here. <laughs> and I, I think um, I turned everything upside down, but really carefully. Mm. I took everything off the coffee table and turned the coffee table upside down, but really carefully. And was like, I get, and I think that's why. And I think I might have said this before. That's why my laziness is one of my best keeping qualities. Because if I vacuumed the floor or the carpet in the living room <laughs> in that five days that he was missing, God knows what would have happened. My laziness saved him. Is that is that where he was? Like on the floor? No, he turned up on a bookcase. I was literally like, because I'm on a second floor, new concrete apartment, um, and everything. There's no floorboards or anything. It's all concrete, obviously with carpets and shit mm-hmm. and piss. Now you're here. It's just <laughs> all yeah. concrete. It's all concrete. <laughs> <laughs> concrete cardboard box. Um, so I never see wild spiders. I think in the seven years I've been here, I've seen maybe one and a half spiders in the whole time, which is like nothing in the scheme of spiderage. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a little spider on my bookcase. And I was like, that is strange. I went over to have a look and it was a little blue carabiner versicolor. And I was like, Harry Bean. Um, and then he got put back into his home and escaped again 14 times. He hasn't escaped 14 times. No. He's never escaped again. Although funny enough, he wasn't named until he escaped. Because then they called him Harry after Harry Houdini. <laughs> I so love clever. that. <laughs> yeah, and he's probably only on my sort of third sling, third, fourth, third or fourth tarantula. Cool. That's that makes sense. Thank you. What's mine? What's yours, Fiona? What is yours? Mine is know my limitations. So. I mean, this. I'm not using this as an excuse. I'm sure it happens to a lot of people in the in the hobby. But as someone with ADHD, we have something called um, two things: a hyperfocus and a special interest. And the difference between the two is hyperfocus is an intense interest in something, extremely intense interest in something that burns out very quickly. A special interest is something that you have extreme interest in, but your brain keeps it. And this, this is my special interest. In my entire life, I've never, ever had anything stick, a lot, stick around as long as this. I've had um, hyper-focuses in my life, um, being a, a makeup artist, getting into astrology, getting into tarot reading. Um, I was obsessed with Welsh when I was younger. I was also obsessed with the Second World War at one point. Uh, there have been numerous ones in my entire life, but this is my special interest and I found it. The problem with ADHD is when you find something that you are focusing on is that you want to know everything. It it does definitely aid my thirst for knowledge, but also you want to get everything, everything you can, and you want to have it now. So the problems with that are money. You can't afford it. And you and I have made irresponsible choices in the past. Nothing that's meant I can't eat, can't take care of my house, can't, you know, but not being um, as flush as I should have been. But also collecting. I do use the word collecting in this sense because 
I got as many tarantulas as I could in a very short period and then realised very quickly that I can't look after that many. Uh, and that's why now I have about 25 to 20, about, I would say, no more than 30 spiders now. 27 of those are mine now. They fucking not. <laughs> Such bullshit. <laughs> fucking 20 of them. Um <laughs> Yeah, um, and so my failing as a keeper was not knowing my limitations, um, which you know to some people that make me might make me sound like a complete dick of a keeper, um, but I mean I'm not going to come on here and. and but it was I think the it... rectification of it though. You didn't end up thinking, oh, I've got too many to look after, so they're all just going to have a bit of dirt in a plastic tub and they're all going to stay on the shelf. Mm. You consciously thought, shit. I have too many now. I'm going to find great homes for them instead. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I do appreciate you bringing that up. Um, you know, it's, they. I suppose it, they never, ever went without. They never went hungry. Nothing like that. But it was just like that anxiety of, oh, my God, like I've got 85 tarantulas. Like, I can't, I can't do this. I remember seeing your early videos on YouTube and you had like, you were like, ah, pot number 85, who's that? Yes. You a list of like... Or your, um, yeah. your hot sauce challenge and you had mm. to, when you had the random number generator and it was like yeah. 60s, yeah. 70s, 80s. And <sighs> yeah, and uh, you know what? Like in the initial stages when I was super excited about this, I was learning everything new. I had heard about all these different species and I it was a bit like... <sighs> bit like Pokemon I wanted to catch them all and I realized that I can't be a Pokemon trainer <laughs> so I found I found now that 30 I would say I've got about 25 tarantulas and less than that maybe like 20 whatever mid 20 tarantulas and then I've got a, I've got maybe like five or six true spiders and I find that that works really well for me and that I actually enjoy them and it doesn't stress me out anymore so that was my feeling, but as with all our feelings, we were able to use them and learn from them. What were you feeling? What was your feeling? <sighs> Being friends with you. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you know, I didn't want to end this section on a negative. Um, so, what I want to do is, I want you guys to think of one compliment for the other two hosts about their keeping, and I'm going to go first. Okay. So obviously I thought about this before the episode because you girl's the host, right? So Leah actually brought up something that I was gonna say that I love about your keeping. So it goes without it goes without saying that I already appreciate the love and the care that you give your animals. I don't have to point that out. What I love about your keeping, Leah, is that you are bougie as fuck. So you do, <laughs> like you are not afraid to make it rain upon your animals. <laughs> so You've got like, <laughs> like this girl bought a whole fucking IKEA. Is it Kallax? All the squares. Yeah, she the cube unit. The cube oh. unit bought like a brand new one of them. Um, like they're in a arachnosis. They're in um, <laughs> they're in tarantula grips. If they're not in them, they're in like full fuck off fornariums. Like none of them have like little <laughs> tiny pots or anything. Like there might be like one or two slings that are in little, but like they like live the life. These are the, like, you know when you were little and, like, someone would invite you over to their house and you were like, fuck me, this is posh. Like, 
oh my god like that's, that's, <laughs> my tarantulas come over to your house and they're like fucking they go home and like mum sort this the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> i just got oh, my fucking god. basic exoterus <laughs> so yeah that's my compliment for you leah is that you're bougie as fuck um rich what i love about your keeping why are you laughing experience <laughs> i was gonna say something nice um i love how much you love your animals so let me expand when like the way you the way you talk to your tarantulas is how i talk to moon which is unhinged but uh, you're <laughs> you are genuinely in love with your animals yeah i'm like you you can cut this out if you like but like you cry when they pass you know you you are like with them you know you say you're a hands-off keeper which is true and it's probably the best way to keep tarantulas but you're if that doesn't stop you from being completely connected to all of them oh yeah that's true i do yeah i definitely love all of them like you proper love them mm. and the way you, like you give them like little nicknames and stuff and oh oh well, yeah thank you you're welcome didn't mean any of it no <laughs> you had to say something i'm so sorry i can't be nice too, too long <laughs> oh i understand no no i meant all of it it is true you are you are very um yes connected to your animals hmm. yeah that feels right I fucking want to worry. Okay, who wants to go next? I'll go next. Okay. Because you had the exact same reason for Rich that I did. Oh, really? <laughs> How soon... nice is that? It's <laughs> because that's the... When you ask me about Rich's keeping, that is immediately the first thing that comes to my head is the actual relationship he has and I've said this before, and Adam said it to me. I feel like it says a lot about a person like Rich to unconditionally love something that will never reciprocate it mm. in a way. Because, you know, trenches don't bond, they don't talk back. But, Richard, you love them so much that it doesn't matter that Flo will never talk back to you but you still tell her about your day. You still probably ask her how her day was. <laughs> and it just, you just can't put a price on that. You just can't. Yeah. I love that about you. I also hate you. <laughs> perfectly balanced. Um, well, thank you. I am basically an old tarantula man. Why, why old? Mm. You're not old. You're literally not old. Like, oh, wow, like an old cat lady with tarantulas. Oh, our cat lady, but tarantulas. Yeah. Okay, yeah. see. I think that's so much more cool, though. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Rich? Leah doesn't have one about me. Rich! Oh, like, oh, she seems wait, wait. wait. Yeah, like... No, honestly, get fucked. No. <laughs> Too late there, isn't it? Yeah, can't backtrack. I completely forgot. No, I forgot. I literally want to die. No, honestly, I don't want to beg. It's fine. I completely forgot you were on this podcast. Because I obviously have an answer. But I just... I don't know, maybe my brain thought I already said it. 
Fuck it. Okay, I thought right. Okay, Fiona. <laughs> yes, mate. What I love about you and your keeping is like the running theme that we've had through this podcast is that you genuinely know your stuff. Thank but it's you. it's the effort that you put in to learn these things. So it's not just like learning the care, what the species are, you know, where they're from. It's the actual nitty gritty that you take time out of your day to seek out. And it takes, I think it, it just takes a lot of passion and it's passion that I admire because me and Rich are both lazy and neither of us will do this nitty gritty <laughs> scientific research. I love a fun fact. So, so we come to you. I mean, I've asked you about stuff that I could probably easily Google, but why would I do that one? I can ask you. Honestly, I'm, I'm just here for it. I love it. I, lo- I love it. Thank you. That's really nice. Thank you so much. Oh, <laughs> That was going to be mine as well. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Genuinely, how much you want to learn. Mm. Like, considering I've been in the hobby a lot longer than you have. <laughs> Um, <laughs> eight days count. 160 um, hours. I can't believe how much you know. And not just about tarantulas, but like about everything you keep and a lot of things you don't keep. Mm. I just, yeah, I, I, yeah, that's that's it. I just, you just, you, you have a a positive and um, beneficial like desire, need to learn, mm-hmm. to educate yourself, mm-hmm. and um, that's why that's why I don't bother. <laughs> you've you've spoiled us, Fiona. Yeah. I'm so sorry. But it, it's also I'll a try. testament. Sorry, it's also a testament to your actual intelligence as like a human being because there's the amount of information that you actually learn and retain is actually ridiculous. It's not even fair. Thank you I so don't much. even remember like I don't remember how old Adam is. And I've been married to him for like six years don't ask me <laughs> whereas i name a species to you and you'll probably know where it was from when it, probably who founded it it's I, just... that does mean a lot to me thank you oh i'm never i'm never i'm not i'm gonna write this high for the rest of my life all right calm down no. um, <laughs> no. um <laughs> uh, what i like about leah as well because obviously it is strange like when i first started watching YouTube in the hobby. When I discovered that you could actually go on YouTube and watch people that were passionate about the same things I was, I don't know what happened. It's like I've been in the hobby quite a while, not quite a while, but I've been in the hobby for like best part of a year, maybe, before I realised, oh, I wonder if there's like anything on YouTube about tarantulas. Mm. And it's like, what a prick, of course there is. <laughs> and I started watching your both your videos, actually, and I couldn't get over how much... How many of them were adorable that Leah's attitude was to her, like she'd be there in her little pajamas, you know, her, <laughs> on, the, on the floor, a bit gushing about yeah. um, a new enclosure or, <laughs> or, or was it Commander Cody or someone oh, you were about to rehose or, yeah, was it Commander Cody, Captain Cap- Commander Cody? Captain. Commander Cody. Yeah. Oh, you were um, right. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you, you would, you you would just have such like a sort of uh, such an endearing, adorable, like way way of presenting what you were doing. It was just like mm. 
that's just utterly adorable. I did think you were Thank about 12. You. I thought, obviously, you know, <laughs> genuinely. I was like, mm. A man's going to walk in. Yeah, my, my, Leah, you make sure you clean up after yourself. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it was, it was literally like, this this woman absolutely dotes and adores. Yeah. It's like there was something very endearing about your attitude towards what you were doing. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you when you talk about your animals or when i see like videos and stuff of you interacting with them it's like a kid on christmas day you know that like wonderment mm. <laughs> it's, like, it's like it's like pure innocent mm. like excitement and i just i love that i look at my tarantulas and i think scientific name discovered like i think all of these mm. like obviously i love my animals but i i wish i could look at them and be Excited in the way that you are sometimes, yeah. Hmm. Thank I, you. I think I was, um, it was a long time now because you, you don't bother posting videos anymore, obviously. No. Um, but I remember you were unwrapping, you were unboxing, was it a tarantula cribs or an arachnosis? And it was like double boxed, and it was like every time you undid a box, it was like, oh, or like you know, you get the you get the polystyrene out, and it was like, oh, oh. It was like it was like it was literally like you were playing past the parcel by yourself. I love that so Because it feels like it. Yeah, you're, you're like one step closer to this amazing enclosure. Thank you. Okay. So this bit of the podcast is going to get like a little bit serious. We don't particularly like to get serious, but... Um, Sometimes I've, it calls for it. Yeah. And I feel like as people who are consistently in the Instagram community uh, in the UK... I think that's important to talk about... Um, Community members. Yeah. I think it's important to talk about the serious and um, uh, unwanted things that happen in the hobby. Now, day to day, um, I generally find being on Instagram, being on social media is not much of an issue. But recently in the UK, it's come out that there was a particularly... Uh, prolific uh, user who was messaging lots of girls very inappropriate things. We have, as a podcast, also taken the decision to not mention the particular Instagrammer because he has made threats against um, releasing secrets about other Instagrammers if they are to basically broach the subject. You can go and find that information out online. He did post an apology video, which he disallowed comments on and then made the apology video private so you cannot see it very quickly. Um, but it was, which... it was without, I mean, it, the reason we feel comfortable about talking, like, and not it's not comfortable talking about this, but the reason we feel that we can talk about this is because he himself admitted in the video that he'd done this. Yeah. He he came out and said, I've done something terrible. So we're not mm -hmm. saying we think he's done it. We're basing this on his video saying, I've done this and it's a terrible thing I've done. Even and though... We're, we're, we are basing everything we're saying on what he's told us. So the point of us bringing this up really is because there is um, a problem that extends far wider than the hobby where there are select men and women that think it's appropriate to message people random sexual messages um and and even when... worse send pictures and unwanted pictures and pictures that, that, that i which i believe fully believe should be a crime of some sort 
Well, yeah, if you in the street can expose yourself to another person, that puts you up on the sex offender yeah. register. So it should be yeah. no different if you send an unwanted picture. Absolutely. It, it doesn't come with like a, this is going to be my penis, don't open it if you don't want to see it. It's literally like, I'm going to show you my penis whether you want to see it or not. Which, which is just which is uh, Which is... Which is, I think, yeah, it is. I think, yeah, it's, it, it should, should be enough hmm. to make you a sex offender. Absolutely. And the it's... reason we felt it was important is because obviously this is going around right now. People have heard it, people have seen it. So for us not to address something within the hobby that is happening ongoing, this person is not the first, they are not the last. And as three people involved in the hobby we thought it was important to address it mm. and to talk about it and offer support at the mm. very least mm. Mm. i mean yeah. um we've discussed this at length off off air as as i guess <clears throat> and through that conversation me and leah both sort of shared that we had also received like some really inappropriate messages off this person. Mm -hmm. He wasn't the only one. <laughs> Anybody that sent you a message of a horrible nature, I don't want to follow them. I don't want to support them. I don't want to, you don't, I don't have to go into any details, but I don't want to start, I don't want to carry on following someone, liking their content and possibly chatting to them and you know, show, show, show them support if they are that despicable. Mm. Anybody mm. that anybody that I know that has sent anything horrible or disrespectful, I don't want to follow them. I don't want to show them support accidentally. Mm. I appreciate that everyone can be named okay. and shamed, but you know, I, I feel terrible if somebody, especially to friends, if somebody had sent a horrible message to a friend of mine and I unwittingly chat to this person and follow them and like mm. their content. I, I I feel quite uncomfortable about that. Okay. Yeah, and I like I'm never going to be someone who's going to say you shouldn't follow this person, you should follow that person. I'm not that type of person. You know, we're all adults; we make our own choices. But at the same time, I am incredibly shocked by the people that still follow this person. Yeah, I I I looked to see who still followed him, and I don't know if it's people that just aren't aware. Yeah. Or whether it's people that don't care but i'd like to think it's really just i choose to to think it is not aware because it all happened and blew over in like two days yeah and that and this person was confident enough to say i'm still going to go to shows mm. i still want to put content yeah. out for you no like yeah what what to me what that signals is they have um no um understanding of what they did like mm. women i <clears throat> I had messages off this person and Leah has had messages off a few people of this nature that made me uncomfortable to a point where I had to mention my husband in order to get this person to stop. Now, when you deep that and you think about it, I had to mention another man to get this person to respect the situation enough for him to stop. When I said... Uh, you know, for example, <clears throat> I quote a part of the conversation I had with this person saying, like, um, I never behave, lol, I do. And then to keep talking to me and making it sexual and things like that, like, 
maybe I shouldn't quote the conversation. Mm. No, did you say did you say something like behave? And he says I never do or something like that. Yeah. So I what what upsets me as well is like I try to think of myself as someone who will always back um, women and men before you kick off, but. I try to think of myself as a feminist. There are a lot of problems with society with things like this. It's not it's not a small issue, it's widespread. Um and if I'd known that this person had a fiance and also a girlfriend, I would have sent this conversation to them because I'm a girl's girl. I'm not the type of girl that's gonna keep it secret or anything like that. I didn't know that he had a girlfriend who was actually turned out to be sort of a bit on the side until maybe like a month or so ago at which point I kind of forgot about this conversation until everything came up about him sharing inappropriate pictures with women without their consent mm. and asking for pictures and asking for pictures it's sort of like you're trying Repeatedly. to coax topless pictures out of people yeah mm. yeah I I, think I, I, yeah the reason we wanted to talk about it because when we talk about how great the community is, the like exotic animal keeping, trancher, snake, gecko, whatever, that sort of umbrella community, you'd like to think that we're all friends. We can all support each other. It's all great. Everyone helps each other out. It's all sunshine and rainbows. And then when stuff like this comes out, it just, it saddens you. Because you think, oh, I thought my community was different. Mm. And it turns out to be just like any other. And just, I think my message when we talk about this is just please do better. This is supposed to be a safe, fun place to be. Mm. And few run it for everyone else. Mm-hmm. Just do better be better Mm. like you can you can flirt with someone for sure but like if i look back on the conversation that i had with this person and that you know i don't want to speak for leah but i think you'd agree that there were numerous points at which we were clearly saying please stop um without saying stop and there isn't there is I think a lot of women would agree with me. I don't think it's a small um, issue, is that women feel like they can't tell men no sometimes because they are afraid of anger, they're afraid of backlash, they're afraid of, you know, nasty things being said to them. Quite often, when I was dating before I met my husband, if I said no to a man, the first thing they say is, oh, you're a fat bitch. Mm. Um, Or they, you know, they say something nasty about you. And the easiest way to placate someone who is aggressively pursuing you when you're telling them no is to make it jovial and friendly because what you're actually doing with that is protecting yourself. Uh, it's horrendous that you should have to consider how somebody else is going to react when you're the victim of incredibly unwanted attention. You shouldn't have to mm. you, you shouldn't be in that position of having to consider how you respond how politely you respond and how jovially you respond to horrendous um come-ons and innuendo just because 
it'll become abusive if you don't respond respectfully in a certain way. I mean, nobody, nobody no. should ever be in that position. No. And, you know, it makes me sad. It makes me sad that this person is confident enough to still say they're going to come to shows. They're still going to do content like people would want to watch it. Um, you know, <clears throat> they're still cutting about like everything's fine. Mm. And they left their apology. They didn't mean their apology. If they no. meant it, first of all, they would have left the comments on and they would never put that apology private. It doesn't mean anything. And if he was that sorry about it, he would have done, he would have either stopped the behaviour in its tracks, or he would have apologised directly to the women that he mm. had hurt. But it's none of that. It's because he got found out, yeah, and that he got called out that he's apologising. It's mm. worthless. Mm. Um, There's no. He hasn't come to the conclusion. He hasn't come to the realization that what he's been doing is horrendous and despicable. He has been told it's horrendous and despicable, and has panicked and thought, "Oh fuck! I'd better can try and make myself look sorry because this could mm. kick off royally." So none of it was sincere. It was. It was. No. It, it was an insulting video. And he's the way he so glibly then said, like you say, like I, I completely agree. The way he glibly said, but I still want to put out content for everyone, still gonna be going to the shows, still gonna be making great content for everyone and you lot. And it's like, no, you you don't get it. It's like you don't deserve to be in the community. It's not what you've done isn't community minded. There's nothing community spirited about about cyber sex attacks on innocent women. It's like fuck yeah. off. And as far as I'm aware, he hasn't actually apologised to anyone directly no. involved. Um, he obviously just put out this, like, quite frankly, pathetic video and then yeah. made it private. If he was even at all sorry, he would leave that video live mm. for others to view. Yeah, I can understand why he might want to turn the comments off that bit. I can I can let that pass. But making the video private was a absolute no bollocks move and he also mm. said in the video i don't think this should drag on i'm just going to get my comeuppance now and then it's done it's like no you don't decide mm, you no. can't say i've done this i'm terrible but it's over now the people that it's affected and the community will decide you know mm. that if 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 what you've done ha has subsided enough to be to be like forgotten or excused because it can't it can't be excused and it, and it shouldn't be forgotten because mm. it's it, it's a horrible thing in, in a sort of respectful community so he can't sit there and say oh i'm sorry but you know i'm done now with you know this is this can't drag on because it's not fair it's like no you don't you don't get to decide that it's mad like <clears throat> our conversations were like i think we had Three, maybe. Um, <laughs> it was one on Discord, one on WhatsApp, and one where he offered to be a guest. And I was like, no. <laughs> um, because of the way that he had spoken to me before, yeah, I would yeah. never, ever have had him as a guest on here. He'd made it onto the very short list of people <clears throat> who were never going to come on. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, May I? But, say, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, I, I'm a man, so I should speak first. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> Get, don't fucking touch me! I... COVID. <laughs> Tetanate. Tetanate. You and your answer. Um, what I want to... Before I forget, because my memory is terrible, what I want to bring attention to um, in terms of 
offering just my respect and gratitude is anyone that has come off their own back and made a reel or a post or any sort of comment saying this behavior is terrible yeah because if people uh, I, I i've spoken to a, this one person um who made a post and i didn't feel like i as a man i could go to her and say look i'm really sorry you've gone through this or you know are you okay i didn't feel like as a man that i because a man had done this i didn't feel like i could contact her so i contacted a mutual friend of ours and i said i've just seen this post you know is she okay and is you know pass on my respect and support mm -hmm. but i genuinely want to say you know good on you and you know you have our the whole community um support and respect for posting to say this isn't right mm. because you don't have to do it you don't have to get involved because you know it's so easy to just want to put it behind you but if people don't say i i didn't realize genuinely didn't realize that there was pics being sent until this person put a post a story up saying and no one wants to see pictures of your dick mm. or something like that and then i thought mm. you, you know what people people that stand up and say this fucking asshole has done this make sure people like me know exactly what he's done and if she hadn't have done that I'd, I'd, I'd have to hope I, that it, that information came to me by a different route. But it's only people that are brave enough to stand up and say, this fucking arsehole's done this, that the rest of the community can go, what a fucking arsehole. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I just want to say thank you and offer support and respect to anyone that, that, has, that has done that. Yeah, definitely. And if, you don't, and if you don't feel like you can do that, sorry to interrupt again, <laughs> if you don't feel like you can do that, there's nothing, you know, you're not doing anything wrong. There's nothing, you're not, you're not, unsupporting you're not supporting him by not doing that we understand that you don't want to or we understand that you're not you know comfortable doing that or that you don't want to keep you know keep keeping it alive by doing that we understand that if that's you're not comfortable doing it you don't have to do it but what we're saying is we're really grateful and supportive of people that are you know yeah. do have what it takes to do that yeah definitely mm -hmm. definitely agreed 100 percent I think Rich has put it really well there. Like, um, although I had exchanges with this person, um, it was nothing out of the ordinary from what I've experienced in the past, which is really sad. Um, I think a lot of, um, I mean, <clears throat> I say a lot of women. I can't speak for a man's experience. So when I say a lot of women, that's where it comes from. But I know a lot of women receive messages like this day in, day out you know and mm -hmm. i i felt like compared to what other women had received from this person that mine wasn't out of the ordinary but actually if i think about it it's still very wrong because if yeah. a girl had been sending these messages to my husband i would go and run her over with my car <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's just so normalised now. It's just—it's literally the hideous side of the internet, isn't it? I just find cowardly. it wild. How has no one commented on how cowardly it is? It is also important, with, <laughs> like, to point in to continue to interrupt Fiona. Yeah, is my head's going to go because it's fun. We we She's want to <laughs> we want to instill that we are a safe place and there are other people in the community who are a safe place and we just want to make sure that if 
this is happening to you, has happened to you, and you ever need support, if you need someone to talk to, if you need help, you just you just want a friendly face, we are always here. And don't ever be afraid to come and talk to us. We always want to support anyone in the community. I just want to make sure that's that's out there, that's known. Mm. We hear you, we support you, we love mm. you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Once somebody has, in essence, torn down a bit of our community, when they've when they've when they've um, tried to sort of do our community harm, mm. it's important that the community does more to rebuild what they've done, to 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 actually repair the damage that this fucking asshole has done to the community, and I think the the solid members of the community that are the respectful members of the community you know whether it's just sort of like morally or sort of even spiritually we just need to fill that fucking hole that this wanker has wedged into our community um with support and positivity and i think it's just mm. and i don't want that to sound sort of hokey but for me that's always there's always going to be i don't know when it's not going to be a point when this fucking asshole has been a wanker to members of the community and we need to to make sure that that doesn't that doesn't linger and that we fill that what he's done with support and you know a community spirit i don't think what we want from this is a witch hunt it's not what we want um we're trying to we're trying to create a like like leah said like create a safe space where our community and like rich said where our community does better i believe that everyone should have the space to grow change and take accountability for themselves i don't believe that that has been done yet by this person um it's it's a weird it's a weird one isn't it because at the same time i i'm so disgusted by what he's done that i never ever want to see him i never want to see his content i never want to see his page ever again mm -hmm. um it's it's so hard isn't it because if I saw this person at a show and I saw this person with people that I liked in the hobby, I don't know that I could ever associate with them. Mm. And then, but then is that fair? And should this person be allowed? I think the error, the, the, the worst thing about that is the gray area of does the person that you like know everything that's happened? Mm. If you know, if you've spoken to that person and they know exactly what they've done, and they're there laughing and chatting with him like he's a mate, then do you know what? I think I'd go off that person as well. I'd just be disappointed in the standards that person held. Mm. But if you don't know that they know everything that's happened, or even part of what's happened, then it's difficult to tell, isn't it? You don't, you just, you know, but you'd, you'd like to think that most people have got some idea of what's happened. Mm. I don't know, I just... It's a it's a difficult one for me because like if I had a mate who I found out was sending and requesting photographs that were not forthcoming, I would not want to be with friends with them regardless of what their reasoning was. Um, <clears throat> and I'm lucky enough that I don't believe that I keep that company. Um, what's the point I'm trying to make? 
we don't want a witch hunt, but we will be handing out eggs to throw at him at BTS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, that's that's what it is. Like I you can't kick someone out of the community, you can't make them leave, you can't make them take accountability, you can't make them sorry. I think I think I'm angry because I don't feel like this person has got the justice that they should have had, but at the same time. Um yeah, so that were obviously, you know, that section's quite serious. Mm, we're not ever going to joke about a subject like that. So I want to end the subject, uh, I want to end the episode on something, you know, much nicer and lighthearted and finish it on a positive note. So we haven't had a Keeper of the Week. Well, we've been kind of inconsistent with it, so I'm getting back mm. to that. We're all getting back to it. Hell yeah. Hell fucking mm. This week's Keeper of the Week is someone that I really enjoy talking to. Um, is just a really nice person. And also their enclosures are just a fucking great. So this week's Keeper of the Week is Victoria Teague from Passionate Snakes. <laughs> and if you've had... I really encourage you to look at this account. The enclosures are absolutely insane. It's literally like looking at a slice of jungle. And I believe, I know that she has made the backgrounds for sure of some of her enclosures, if not all of them, but they are nuts. Nuts. And I'm sure that they're all bioactive as well. But she has some beautiful snakes. Um... And just, yeah, Enclosure's Wild, great person, all-rounder, keeper of the week. Fantastic. Woo! <laughs> Make sure to wow, go follow. she's um, got a huge amount of content. I've just never come across it before. Insane Enclosure. Wow, this is what, This is exactly why we do this, because you yeah. find little gems that you yeah. never knew about. Honestly, it's so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are inspirational enclosures, aren't they? They are. Um, I'm done talking now. I've had enough of you too. Yeah, Bono also like it's up his own arse. <laughs> Sorry, that was a laugh. Yeah, he was close enough. Um, I, as ever. Uh, this is the strongest part of the episode of me for me is when I have to close it off. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, have a good week. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thank, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. Well, if they're listening, they've joined us. I've just... Join us next time. Yeah, join us, but also listen. Apparently, they're two separate things. Yeah. Because <laughs> you could turn it on, but really, the volume and not maybe hear it. Yeah, what a waste of time. Can I end it there? Carry on, love. You carry on, toots. <laughs> Don't you dare talk to me like that. Right. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Oh. Thank. We appreciate your ear holes. Yes, ear holes is spread. Thank you for letting me be in your ear holes. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Hello, I'd like to talk to you about spiders.